Hi, this is Robert again. I'm back in Taiwan. I just wanted to make a quick video to follow up on the video I made, bad-mouthing translation. Or I'll put a link to it here in the description where basically I talk about some of the bad points of translation, some of the bad experiences I've had. And I thought, to be fair, I should counter that with some of the better experiences I've had. As an example, I wanted to choose one job, one particular job that I've been working on for a couple of years now. Now, this is a job that I'm not getting paid very much for, but I keep doing it just because I really like it and I really look forward to doing it. It's an ongoing job. What they are, what the job consists of is uh, letters between family members. The, uh, these, this is a family from close to Genoa in Italy and who immigrated into the United States. And the dates of these letters span from the 1880s to the 1970s. And basically what happened is a guy from this family decided to immigrate to the United States and he and his family members decided to keep their communication and their letters for posterity. And they actually did. So they kept the, the letters between each other, but also letters from all other family members. So we have letters um, from cousins around Italy, around the U.S., and uh, from family members in South America. And the letters span all sorts of world events, obviously, like the Great Depression, uh, the sinking of the Titanic, uh, two world wars. And in fact, some letters come from POW camps in Germany and England, I think. So it's really interesting because you get to see history unfold in these letters and you get to hear real-time commentary from people as things are happening. And they don't know the outcome of these things as we do now. So it's interesting to hear their, it's fascinating to, to hear their point of view, their experience, and, um, and their guesses about what will happen in the future. It's also fascinating to see the progress of the family itself, right? Because the family members are obviously growing and progressing and they have children and um, so and they and certain other things like they, they use more and more English and become in a way more and more modern as time goes by so like the children of the couple who immigrated feel more comfortable writing in English than in Italian although they do write some uh, in Italian somewhat but it it's just very interesting to see this progress as it as it unfolds um, also, it's very interesting to see some old-fashioned, very old-fashioned points of view about matters like marriage and family honor and whatnot. So, as I said, I actually get paid very little for this job. And from a business point of view, I probably should not be doing it because, in fact, if I worked for a company or if I had a purely business mindset, I would not be doing it because it probably isn't worth my time. But I realized it's one of the jobs that I look forward to the most. And um, the person who assigns them to me lets me work on them in my spare time. So I can, I can work on the urgent matters, the matters that I need to pay the bills first, and then I can work on this in my spare time, which is good for me. Um, so, so again, these days, this is probably my favorite, favorite project. And I just wanted to mention it as an example of, uh, of what you can do when you work for yourself. You can choose to work on something, even if it isn't the most profitable. Uh, because you enjoy it a lot. Um, of course, I need to make sure that my bills are paid and and whatnot, but it's still nice to have this choice that I can choose to work on a project I like with a client I like or you know just make the choices I want to um, without having to justify it to anyone. Um, 
just briefly as an example, other translations I've worked on. I worked on uh, translations for a UNHRC conference, which was interesting. Uh, some mafia investigations. I do Italian translations, and so I guess it's the nature of the beast. Um, a wiretap as well that had nothing to do with the mafia investigations. It was just another wiretap, and that was interesting. Um, oh, and also some translations for an article on sword fishermen, of all things, in New England and Canada, which was uh, very interesting to me. And... Um, and anyway, that's all that comes to mind right now. But this, I hope, kind of illustrates some of the freedom and some of the cooler aspects of, uh, of what you can encounter when you work for yourself in something like freelance translation. So where when you get to the point where you can choose which jobs you want to work on and what you find interesting and what you don't. Um, I obviously work on many different types of translations, some more interesting than others, but I really like the fact that I can make these choices and that I can have these experiences. So I, I don't know, maybe you have other examples of translations that you've worked on that you think are interesting as well. Uh, feel free to let me know. I'm always interested in hearing about these and hearing about people's various different types of experience because they can really be varied. And so feel free to let me know and um, in the comments down below and feel free to subscribe if you want some more videos. I have a couple more in the works where I'm going to talk again more about tips and, uh, and tricks in translation. And uh, so I'll see you next time.